Welcome to the Strand Baptist Church podcast. New episodes will be made available every weekday for the full duration of the lockdown here in South Africa. For more information, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Thank you for joining us and welcome. Good morning to you all. So, today is part two of biblical genres. Yesterday we looked at the biblical genres that we find in the Bible. We mentioned a couple of them. We mentioned the fact that the Bible clearly has different biblical genres, that the Bible is a a book. It is a canon of books, in fact, which is to say there are many books. And that means it is literature with many kinds of genres. Now again, I've mentioned some of those genres, and yesterday I asked the question, or I raised it and said, today we will answer the question, is biblical genres important when it comes to studying the Bible? Is biblical genres important when it comes to studying the Bible? So I'm going to go out there and say, absolutely, yes, it is important. We must understand the genre that we are reading in order to faithfully interpret the Bible. Why? Well, since we are evangelicals, most of us want to interpret the Bible in a literal fashion. And that's a good thing. But what does it mean to interpret the Bible in a literal fashion? Here's a helpful quote by R.C. Sproul on what literal interpretation is. He says, and I quote, Literal interpretation of the Bible doesn't mean that we read the scriptures in a wooden way. For example, we should read poetry as non-literal symbolic language. Instead, the purpose of literal interpretation is simply to read scripture with an eye for understanding it according to its various literary forms and genres. End quote. I think that's very helpful. We read with an eye for understanding the text according to its various literary forms and genres. This is what it means to interpret the Bible literally. We must distinguish between a literal interpretation and a literalistic interpretation. There's a distinction to be made. Let me give you an example. In, in, in Psalm chapter 50, we come to a passage that I would just like to highlight to, to make an example here. In Psalm chapter 50, we are encountering poetry, which is what the book of Psalms are. And in verse 10, it says this, Psalm chapter 50, verse 10, For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. So if we interpret that passage literalistically in a wooden way, we are saying that God owns all the cattle on a thousand hills. Okay, we might then ask the question, so are you saying God doesn't own the cattle on a thousand and one hills? On a thousand and two hills. How about a thousand and three? Well, Fortunately, we know that this is poetry. This is symbolic language meant to express God's ownership 
over the entire world. So when it says that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, it is meant to say God owns all and a lot of cattle. That is interpreting the Bible literally. We've got to keep that in mind. Another example of this is when it comes to what we call anthropomorphic language. It's a big word, anthropomorphic language. Now, anthropomorphic language is language that describes God as having human attributes. Some passages you, you might have seen speak of God as having fingers or, or God as having eyes or other physical body parts. But God is spirit. John chapter 4 verse 24 tells us that. So we know God can't actually possess these physical characteristics, right? Again, we must be careful to interpret the Bible literally and not literalistically. The Bible uses anthropomorphic language, saying God has eyes. Not because God has eyes like we do, but it's simply used to communicate the fact that God sees and God is aware of all that is going on around him. Or, or how about this one? The scriptures speak of God's arm not being too short. It is not as if God has long arms. No, it's meant to communicate the fact that God is not limited like we are. God is able to do all that he wishes to do. And so we must again just understand there is something called literal interpretation, which we should all be in favor on favor of, and there's something called literalistic interpretation, which none of us should be in favor of. Again, biblical genres matter when it comes to reading the Bible. We cannot read the Psalms as we would read the book of 1 and 2 Kings. Psalms is a book of poetry. The book of 1 and 2 Kings is a book of history. It is important that we keep that distinction in mind. I hope that's helpful to you. God bless and have a lovely weekend.